We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. The arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of the realm of tension. It's the invasion of the podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? All right, and welcome to the Evasion of the Podcast. I am Paul Swamp Thing Stedman, and uh, to my left is uh, Joe Man Thing Peters. Thank you. Because uh, we are, um, Cleveland's experiencing, I, I don't know, I, I, it's like... It's need, weird weather. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. That's weird. Yeah, so <laughs> so like two days ago, it was a little chilly. Now I'm just, I am, I'm a puddle of sweat. So uh, by the end of the episode, you may hear some gurgling, and that's going to be it. Yeah, like a week ago, I'm like, it's like 50 some degrees outside, and now like shorts and sandals. Yeah, I, at some point you you just may hear like me just burst into flame, and that's it. So, but that that's the struggle that we go through to bring you a uh, wonderful uh, discussion and entertainment uh, discussion about entertainment. And so let's just jump right into the news poll. News team assemble. You know, I think that's the first time we did weather before news. <laughs> I, it wasn't even on the eights either. I, I don't know. know or yeah. So what what we got going on? This nice refreshing uh, news. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of news. There's always news going on. I always say that there's a lot of news going on. Um, uh, I know we're gonna do a lot of video game stuff because uh, we haven't. But um, I know one thing that 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 kind of popped out to me is Nintendo's bringing back their World Championships. Uh, this year for 2015, which I remember back in was I think 1990, uh, I went to when I was a kid, and that was probably one of the coolest things ever when I was a kid. So when you when you did this in Cleveland, because I, I lived in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia, so mm-hmm. I always had to hope and just like read about these things and, and <laughs> Nintendo Power and see Howard and Nestor talk about them, but never you know actually live the dream. Uh, like were these actually kids competing or were these like just guys at that time? They're just like, this is my one shot. I'm going to make it. No, it was all kids. Um, I, I was like 10 or 11 and I remember, uh, it was at the IX center. Um, and they had, uh, they had a ton of, uh, it's very E3 esque. They had a ton of like stations set up with TVs and games you could play, uh, like they do at E3. And then um, you signed up for the uh, championship, which, um, if any of you are familiar, uh, they basically had specific cartridges made with three, I guess, demo games on them. And you would play the games for uh, a certain amount of time. It was real short, too. It was only like a minute or two. Yeah. And um, it was Ninja Gaiden, Tetris, and OutRun, I believe. Or Rad Racer. Rad Racer. There I'm go, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, God, Rad Racer. Yeah. And they they took your they took your scores from those games, and then like whoever made it on to like the next like they did it in three stages. I actually think I made it to the second stage, but I didn't make it onto the big TV screen that they had where everybody the big crowd was watching. Was it. your family disappointed in you? Yeah, um, <laughs> it was. It was almost like uh, like the Olympics when it went with the gymnastics kids train and stuff. Like I got a thorough tongue lashing, and then uh, I had to go home and um, you, you peaked at age ten, and then that's that's it. You just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had to stand in the corner holding an NES above my head for six hours, <laughs> and my arms cramped up. Um, no, but it was it was very cool, and uh, I remember 
probably for a couple of years telling everybody that was probably the coolest thing I've ever done as a kid. You know, like, you know, from about like 10 to 13, you know, I was just like, I still raving about the Nintendo world championships. Um, and then that, that ended, uh, you know, in the nineties too. And then that, and now after uh, 25 years, they're bringing it back. So, uh, I think they're, they're doing it at, at Best Buys, like near Best Buys or at Best Buys. I read, um, there's, there's about eight across the country, that are going to host these Nintendo championships. They haven't really given out details of what games you're going to play. Um, uh, I really hope it's the same three games. I really <laughs> hope it's just like all these newcomers who come up and be like, yeah, I'm ready to play whatever you got. It's like, well, you're going to figure out outrun and well, you're, going to, you're going to hit select by accident. It's going to go and fake like 3d. And you're not going to know what's going on. Well, I think it's actually NES games. It's not like you're going to be playing like paper Mario and Mario party and Mario Kart. You know, which I'm sure will break a lot of people's hearts. They're like, <laughs> they're like, they heard Nintendo t- championships and they're firing up Smash Brothers and Mario Kart to go compete. I think it, I think it's going to be Mario Brothers, Super Mario, and Doctor Mario. Um, and then uh, it's basically score based too. So, you know, if if you can make it to uh, whatever Castle World eight four in like two minutes, who cares? It's it's all based on your score. Yeah, which so is something that's disappeared from everything. video games, which I, I enjoy whenever there are scores in video games nowadays, um, because that's something that I actually try to like after I've played the game through 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 an amount of enjoyment. I'm like, I'm gonna work on my score now. <laughs> I, I do think that there was a bit of a rivalry there whenever Geometry Wars came out that everybody was just trying to. Geometry game. Wars was a lot of fun. Yeah. I haven't played it in a long time, but that's a lot of fun. Yeah, but I remember like I think there was a little bit of trash talking with uh, the high scores there. But mm-hmm. I, when you say eight Best Buys for this Nintendo World Championship, I just want to believe that there's one guy that was like maybe like you're like you know young 10 year old that 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 crashed out like and didn't win but he's just been like waiting for his day yeah. and he's been training Fred and, savage and i yeah, yeah. And, I, and i want to believe also that this these eight best buys like if it's anything like maybe it's because i saw over the top recently i want to have like all these different like oh in the swedish champion and the trucker champion and i don't know because there was a trucker circuit like every contender is a character yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just i want to i want to combine street fighter with nintendo world championships and be like in the south america nintendo champion is this because i want an actual world championship <laughs> at a Best Buy, you know, so I don't know. That sounds interesting. I, I, I can't wait um, to see more information about that and actually see the rebirth of like Twitch gaming. Cause that's really what that is. It's about like pattern recognition and maximizing yep. every single moment. Yep. And I'm sure Billy Mitchell will win it all like very shady yeah. wise. Well, he'll send in a VHS copy to let him know. <laughs> let, he'll be like, here are the three games I played last yeah. week in my garage. Yeah. Ignore the, the screen ripples every time that the score doubles and doubles and doubles. Uh, whatever. Here's some hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I th- it's May 30th. I think it kicks off. Uh, Chicago is the closest one to us that's doing it. Um, but, you know, major cities, New York, L.A., Chicago, um, I didn't get a complete list of where they all are at. but Not Cleveland. Not <laughs> cle- yeah, not, not Cleveland. Sorry, guys. Next uh, round. The IX Center has lost its, uh, <laughs> its uh, lackluster. There's probably someone there playing Nintendo right now, but they're probably not getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah, they're not in a championship. <laughs> they made some bad decisions. So and now playing, that's, yeah. that's some cool news in the, world, uh, in the world of gaming. I know there's other stuff going on. Um, speaking of gaming, I know you were telling me about... Um, some issues with the Wii, speaking of Nintendo. <laughs> there is a story, um, and I'm sure we'll link it on our Facebook page. Uh, there is a guy who, uh, he reported that his Wii set his house on fire, and I read the article, and by house he means RV that he was living in, which, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever, the, that guy owns more than I do, you know, but evidently, um, like, 
people are, are pretty much like, it's like 99% certain that this guy's Wii melted and burned down his house. And I, I made the joke to Joe that now the Wii has two functions. One is for Netflix and one is for burning down RVs and playing games is a distant third. Cause I don't think anybody uses the Wii for video games anymore whatsoever. Or maybe yeah. he was watching that fireplace show on Netflix and just let it go. And that's what happened. Yeah. I don't, I mean, <laughs> I, I leave my game systems on or plugged in all the time and I, I've never really worried about the fire. Yeah. I just, but it, like combination of, um, you know what, like six year old technology and an RV. I, did they test that thoroughly before they released the product? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> so there, there's also photos in the story too, of like this. We, this looks like, um, it looks like like a toasted marshmallow melted down. And you know what's crazy is the Wii probably survived the fire just fine. Oh, you, yes, yes, that's true. Like I know, as much as there's a lot to love about Nintendo, and we're gonna there's gonna be some some fun Nintendo talk later. Um, let's you know that's not a spoiler. It's a foreshadowing alert. Um, there, the one thing that they do right all the time is when they release a piece of hardware. Like they know that kids are going to beat the living crap out of it, so mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't matter. Like these things will work forever. I've seen Game Boy original Game Boys uh, survive house fires and things like that. Yeah, so like so I bet you. So sorry that that guy lost his entire RV, but he could probably still play. Um, oh, uh, what was that that original shooter they released um, for? Uh, the Wii was initial launch title was the Yakuza Red game. Steel. Red Steel, Red Steel, where <laughs> you had the floaty arm that could float an entire 360 degrees around the screen. Like if you turned the Wii remote, mm-hmm. that game was terrible. I know. Yeah, so. I remember when that was coming out. A couple people I worked with were like, they were bananas about it, and they're like, you you could swing a sword and shoot a gun with the controller. I'm like. That doesn't sound like it's going to work. Yeah, when when the peak of, of the Wii was was playing Wii Bowling, and that was the first thing I played on it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I kind of dropped off after the GameCube. I didn't have a lot of Wii exposure. Yeah. I never, You know, I dropped for Nintendo for me anyway. It's like I never got a GameCube. It was just I had the Super Nintendo, and that was pretty much it for, for that. And then I okay. went on to the PlayStation. Okay. And so I just, I never, the only game I ever played on the GameCube all the way through was Resident Evil 4. Because that when that came out, it was an exclusive. Yeah, it was exclusive. And I, I bought a, um, a GameCube for my roommates at the time as, here's here's a uh, Christmas present. Now I'm going to play Resident Evil 4 on it all the time. So yeah. like I was kind of, I was that guy. That was the last yeah. game I actually played on the yeah. GameCube was Resident Evil 4. It was really good. So, um, all right, we're, we got some other game stuff we're going to talk about here shortly. Any other any other news? Um, I haven't really, I, I apologize. I've really been keeping up with my comics lately because I've been uh, busy since I got back from vacation with work. My schedule's a little off, so I haven't been able to go to the shop. Um, so you're saying that you had actually grown up responsibilities and you didn't have a chance yeah, to Yeah, I have those. On, uh, I'm on the sorry. funny books. Yeah, yeah, I yeah my, my funny books didn't really uh, come through this week. <laughs> um, so I don't have a lot of comic news. Uh, movies. Um, yeah, uh, Conan, what is it? Uh, the, the, they the Legend announced of Conan. The Legend of Conan, yeah. like King Conan. Schwarzenegger's getting back in, in, in the... The Saddle of Conan uh, as King Conan should be interesting. It's going to be a direct sequel, um, which I'm pretty excited about. I mean, I know once Schwarzenegger got out of office uh, of being governor of California, he pretty much jumped right back into his movie career. And he had quite a few bombs to start out with, but it's slowly picking back up. He's revisiting his franchises and things like that. Like we got Terminator Genesis coming out soon, which is which is interesting. Um, you yeah, know, I want to see it. On that. I, I hope it's good. <laughs> I like the Terminator franchise and I like Arnold. So yeah. 
I mean, that doesn't mean that it can't go bad because Terminator 3 was really not yeah. that great, you know, but yeah. I'm willing to give him another chance, you but, know. And I'm sure we'll, like, hopefully here in the next few <laughs> weeks or a couple of weeks, we're going to have a, a, probably a whole robot apocalypse episode dealing with just Terminator, Terminator and, like, because you're getting into my wheelhouse of robots that want to kill people. And that's like, I'll, I'll go on they and all, on about that. They all like, do. That's true. So, Roomba's, Roomba's <laughs> like, if you lay next to a Roomba, it will, it will it, eat your hair. It's, it's like the modern day, like, myth of, like, the cat that will steal the breath out of the baby's cradle it's like mm-hmm. don't let the Roomba near the baby because yeah. the Roomba will, will eat it it's just, no it's just going to clean the breath out of the baby and that's it like <laughs> and it's, it's going on its way that baby's clean and not alive you know it skates away um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so the Conan's going on um, more Suicide Squad stuff keeps popping out from the movies if you want to talk a little bit about comics um, a lot of people are starting to get upset because it's it's taken away like it's it's like let us see the movie <laughs> And, like, every day something pops up on websites uh, that's a footage that somebody captured with their phone. Um, the, the Here's some more character photos. Here's a scene that they're filming. Like, I know you guys well, want to see Jared Leto as the Joker really bad. Here he is. I'm like, you know, people are starting to get mad because it's like, you know, let me go to the movie. Well, the two things, like, first off, blame Canada for that because it's being... It is in Toronto, Toronto, yeah. And the rules for, like taking photos and sharing things like there's they don't have to follow the rules of the u.s oh right? i didn't know that so they can pretty much because they don't they're they're not held to the same type of copyright type stuff so that they won't be like i mean the studios can probably threaten them like independently but for them sharing it with us and it's it's a little different so like they can just pretty much record like it just depends you know mm. like they, they're not held to the same like not standard but you know whatever and the other thing too is like all the filming in atlanta right now with uh, cap three it's almost the same thing, but it's almost like people aren't up in arms about it because they trust that product. It's like, so you're seeing a lot of scene photos and a lot of images come out of that mm-hmm. too, but it's already an established property and you've already know most of the characters. So yeah. when they kind of reveal, you know, someone on set in a costume, it's like, oh, well, that's going to be cool. Like there's not big doubts. About yeah. That. Like the, the Toronto leaks are like, like actual f- scenes they're filming yeah you know, know like like joker talking to harley quinn you can't hear audio but you see the set you see the two actors acting mm-hmm. and it's like okay so i know this is coming up i i don't know what context it's in so yeah that's true i, I maybe the only like i was talking to a co-worker about this today i said suicide squad's probably the only dc movie that i'm mildly interested in coming because it's the more oddball one however i think that I think Warner Brothers and DC have just said pretty much like, well, Marvel's laid the groundwork to have really odd movies. We're just going to roll over top of it. Yeah. And just assume people are going to accept it. And I don't think that's a good foundation to get people on board for something, especially when you have something as big as Suicide Squad, which I think has more people in it now than the Justice League thing. Yeah. uh, Suicide Squad seems like it's got a lot more steam than Justice League. But... um... I'm yeah. excited for just for Batman vs Superman, and you know I'm a huge Marvel fan, and I you know don't really venture into DC a lot, but I want DC to get <laughs> the metro area. It's like you just stay on the Beltway, but you don't go into DC proper. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like I want DC to have kind of what Marvel has with their with their movies. You know, I think that'd be great to have two properties that you can be excited about like that. So I'm excited to see Batman vs Superman do that, and I'm nervous too because I their track record. Needs to well, change. The thing too, like, and in, 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 we said we weren't going to do a lot of comic stuff, but I'm, I'll, I'll say this. So over this uh, holiday weekend, I was um, I was stationed on the couch for a majority of it. For and I'll talk about the two things here. One is I watched a lot of Arrow just to try to give it a chance, mm-hmm. and it's not bad, but it's like 
each episode, I'd, it's like 80% pretty people with problems, 20% arrows. You know, it's like they need to, you know, like <laughs> they, it, you need about 15 I, to 30% more arrows. I, yeah. I, I need, <laughs> I need at least 23% more arrows to make it interesting. <laughs> and it's not bad. It, it's like, I guess maybe, and this is, this is the, the fanboy in me, the daredevil <laughs> is kind of ruined arrow a little bit because because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't pull its punch an arrow like an arrow is not bad let me just it's not bad it's just you know i see where they're going with it and it's interesting enough it feels like um that wb is like we want to do a batman series like well you can't have batman well what about this other rich guy that has like you know yeah. he's not he's not superhuman but you know he wears green they're like sure just do that you yeah know? And, I've, and, and, a lot of my friends who are big arrow fans that that always chastise me about not watching arrow um, I did watch the first episode recently cause I was going to try to try to watch it, to get into it. And I, I do want to go back to it. It, it gets, it, um, it's getting better. Yeah. Um, because, cause the world's expanding a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it was in season two. That's when they do the backdoor pilot for the flash. So it starts to get a little bit more okay. like, and I know they're bringing in, um, I know this isn't a spoiler for people who have been up to date with arrow. Like, uh, what's his, uh, not Deadshot. That was going to be my point was that Deadshot and yeah, Deathstroke's supposed to be a major component, mm-hmm. but Deadshot is in Suicide Squad, right? That's, uh, is Deadshot's that, in Suicide Squad. That's Will Squad, Smith's yeah. character, right? Yeah. He's, it, you're going to watch the second episode of Arrow and be like, well, who's this guy? And it's Deadshot there. Right. And it's right. one and done. And it's a very, like, it's just, I don't, I wish, I, I just, I wish the WB would be like the same thing that Marvel, I mean, I guess. You know, yeah, we've th- talked about yeah, this. Yeah, it's just like, like they, be consistent and then people will be more excited for your property. Exactly, yeah. You know, Lady Sif shows up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You're like, I know her from the movie. Yeah, like, and, it, and it's just like, and it's it's a good crossover. And yeah. the fact that they've said that the, the Flash in the Flash movie is not going to be the Flash in the TV show, which I'm sure the TV show is going to find a clever way to make it all work anyway, because they've been doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, play to your strengths. You have good material make it work and people will come watch your good movie yeah so anyway that's that's my that's, rant that's my comic rant for the week yeah <laughs> done real rant we're gonna stop with news because it's getting ranty not your fault but we can rant and rant about all kinds of stuff in the news well i just the one other thing i wanted to mention and i, I, I mentioned this to you in passing just because i think it's funny but also sad is that the the guy who was attached to direct it his name's Corey. Last name starts with an F. I'm, I'm going to mess it up, but he was the guy who directed True Detective, which I don't know if you've watched True Detective or not. It's so flipping good. I have watched the first two episodes, oh. I think, and I'm really bad with TV. I, I want to apologize right now. Like like <laughs> TV, like I will watch like one or two episodes, and then I'll come back to it and then just like destroy like seasons. Yeah. So like I'm I'm like slow. I just I just actually not not to get too far off topic. I just started watching Blacklist. Um, which I'm still on the fence about, but, uh, there's a lot of TV shows that I have queued up on Hulu and Netflix that I'm just like, you know, you, because you watched and I'm like, I watched one episode. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's the same thing too, where it's like, I, um, I have like a stack in my mind of things I want to get to. And I think that'd be a good topic, um, for another show of like, not, not necessarily like, um, like your, your shameful things that you enjoy, but like, like the things that you could admit to not actually seeing yet. Like, yeah. or or playing or reading and i think like your like, to-do like, list like yeah like a nerd bucket list i kinda, think that yeah. would be and there's a lot of tv on there that i haven't given a proper chance yeah. to but the guy the, this guy Corey, um you know funkhauser i don't I, his name's not funkhauser yeah, <laughs> funkhauser md he supposedly has left it the remake of it um and the, the rumor is and not because i've called hollywood and be like hey hollywood what's going on with this uh they you said should that, probably call them. Yeah, I'd be like, sup, Hollywood, like your sign, it, update it, you know, get a different font. Um, people, people are all about the Comic Sans now. Uh, so 
supposedly with the poltergeist opening so poorly um, that the movie studios are now worried about releasing or funding a horror movie that has a clown as a major bad guy. And, and it doesn't sense. even make sense to me. That'd be no. like, I don't know. It's like, oh, well. Like spiders. Yeah. Like, uh, we, we can't do another spider movie. I'm no. sorry. Everyone is afraid of them. It's like, oh. Well, but that, it's a horror movie. I know, but. Like, that guy drives a car in that movie. Well, we can't have movies with cars in them anymore. Like, it's yeah. just, it just, I, it, that seems such a gut reaction, especially considering that, that, um, and I haven't seen the remake of Poltergeist. I probably won't. Uh, you know what? Poltergeist, the original one, it's pretty good. It's not as great as people say it is. It's pretty good. Um, you know, has has the coach in it, and you know it's okay movie. Yeah. But, uh, it, it's okay. And the clown in that, I was a kid, it creeped me out. But it wasn't a main component of the movie. And I'm guessing that it's also not a main component in this movie. But people were latching onto that one weird detail and being like, "We can't have that." And it's just very. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know either. But anyway, so uh, hopefully, I didn't have much hope in this remake of it. Um, I know they're going to make it into two movies, which I think is a good idea. But now it's like anytime you get someone that you're really excited about being a director like that or Edgar Wright, you know when they step away, you wonder like what's going on with the property itself. So yeah, it makes yeah, it makes you nervous. And um, like it wasn't until recently when I started looking at a lot of like uh, writer directors that that work on projects and then they suddenly disappear from them that you kind of look at the studio like like what are you what are you doing why are you restricting people yeah and and i'm sure 20 years from now there will be probably a lot more written about the marvel blueprint and about how Mm -hmm. yeah they're like and there's some directors that have been able to find a way to work um that coexist and make their vision work but marvel has they they know what they want you know so I, i think james gunn actually was able to thread that needle of providing everything that Marvel wanted, but also making it a weird James Gunn movie. Yeah. Well, I I know like Whedon recently, now that he's completely done with both Avengers, like he went on record as saying like all these different things with, especially with Avengers too. He, he fought about, you know, which is weird because like, you know, that's, that was something that originally everybody was like, Oh, they've got Josh Whedon did such a great job and he gets it. He knows what he's doing with this property. Let him do what he wants. No, that wasn't the case. They still didn't want to let him do what he wanted. Yeah. So anyway, uh, best of luck to, to Pennywise. And uh, just get Tim Curry to do it again. I, I'm sure he'd be even creepier in clown makeup Actually, now. Actually, yeah, he would be creepier <laughs> than he was originally. Yeah. It's just like, you know what? Just don't even put clown makeup on him. Just let him just wear a clown suit and just be Tim Curry. And it'll uh-huh. just be creepy as all get out. So um, that's it for news. Um, so let's move on to uh, the, the big, you know, the big thing that we're going to, I don't know, the middle section. I'm going to press a middle section button right now. And now for our feature presentation. One of these days we should do a live show and everybody should guess when you're going to press. The I, you know, it's just, I know it's just, I, I, I made fun of. So I'm, just, a little, I'm picking a little here. behind the scenes. I have this app that has these things and it's on my phone and my phone falls asleep. So I have to actively pay attention to press the buttons. And also the buttons are real tiny. And I have like, I have like hobbit hands. They're like, they're huge and, and hairy. Well, I guess hobbit hands would be small, but if I, if huge. I was, a, if I was proportionate to a hobbit, my hands would be huge. And I just, I have sausage fingers and I, I want to press these buttons correctly to bring you guys a wonderful show. So, and, and I'm, I'm working on it. Either I'm going to get smaller hands or a bigger screen. I, I don't know what's going to happen first. Probably the hands. <laughs> I'll get little tiny doll hands. But, like, uh, but so, um, what we want to talk about now is since we're talking about video games and I was talking about how I was like, you know, stuck watching arrow. Cause my, like I hurt my back just by existing. I don't know, but I ended up playing a lot of, um, shadow of Mordor this weekend and i know that game is is old news for a lot of people but it's something that i started playing and 
it's it's a cool game, but I was telling Joe, I don't know if I like it, but I've put 24 hours into it. Uh-huh. And the reason why, I mean, the graphics are really good. I have for Xbox One, which I guess of all the platforms, it's supposed to be the worst, but it looks really, really good. Yeah. People, um, people can get in some heated discussions about <laughs> graphics. I, I don't know. I grew up, my first game system was an Atari 2600. Mm-hmm. Xbox One's wonderful, you know. Like I, I remember PlayStation One being like, "Those are so good, I could see actual squares." And now it's like, everyone's like, "Well, when the rain hits the guy, it doesn't look quite." I'm like, it's raining dynamically and it's dynamic lighting, and yeah. you have AI. You have that's the one thing. Like in this game, so the whole the whole notion is it takes place before uh, the Lord of the Rings, but I think after the Hobbit. So it's kind of in that in between that like everybody seems to like doing things about now. Mm-hmm. And you're you're an, a human guy who is like was killed early, and you're kind of merged with like an elf spirit. So you're kind of like a ring wraith, but kind of not. So it's like, you're like just coming to that. Okay. So you get like, so that, that's how they explain the supernatural portion of it. Okay. But yeah, so, they can get away with the fantasy mythology. Yeah, just... that's fine. So then the whole bulk of it though, is that you got to hunt down these orcs and these orcs, like if, if you go out in, out in the world and you die to an orc, like just like a random, like, you know, mob of them, that orc will suddenly get a name and he'll trash talk you and then get promoted to a captain. Oh, that's cool. And so all of them, none of them look the same. Like I'll say that, like they're all crazy how they're all different looking and they all have different names and they have different strengths and weaknesses. And there's like, there's one guy out there right now. I don't forget his name, but he's killed me like four times. I'm coming for him eventually when I get better. If I could find a gun in this game, I'm going to find him and I'm going to shoot him. Because he kills me all the time, and he doesn't—he's the one. He, so he gets stronger every time yeah, he kills you. He gets stronger, and like so you got to like, go around, get stronger, and then come back and get him. Yeah, because like it, like there's there's regular orcs, there's captains, and then what they call war chiefs, and he's a war chief, so he's a lot tougher than the regular ones. Mm-hmm. And it's like so basically, you're stalking. Like I've I've spent 20 hours in this game being like that orc killed me. I'm gonna go kill that guy, and I haven't really been moving the story forward. But it's supposed to be like you're like. That's a good it, dynamic, though, because you get the revenge. Yeah, and you could even see on the map, it's like, this guy's killed you. And then also, one other thing, too, a brief aside, since I'm connected with Xbox Live, it will randomly pop up missions saying, go avenge this gamer tag's death. Like, if someone's gotten killed by an orc, you can go on a revenge mission and kill that oh, guy. So, like, if like if orc kills me, you could be like, I got you. I yeah, got you it's, I, don't, I don't know if you ever see it, but that mission pops up where it's like, oh, I killed Joe. I gotta, I gotta go avenge Joe. You know, it's That's like... Neat. And so, it, it's cool and all, but, like... And I've done a couple, I'm, I'm about halfway through the game now and the story missions are lacking, but I think the reason why I'm not interested is because they made an entire world and they built all these structures, but the levels, like the different, like main story missions are through these structures. There's no like one off, like here's your level. We got to get through it. And so it feels very like they've kind of squeezed in these progression missions just in this world they built. It's kind of like the Grand Theft Auto thing where yeah you know it just and for me it's just like i i don't need that all the time and i don't know if i like the game or not because it's like give me a quality experience which i mean maybe if their whole thing is to deliver this in the the mold of every batman game ever made now um well they're uh warner brothers does it uh, yeah warner brothers does that and batman they've got well obviously because you know they did the the hobbit or they they bought new line and then now the hobbit was warner brothers yeah but um, they did Batman, yeah, because we were talking a couple of podcasts ago that Warner Brothers owns uh, DC properties for the gaming, and mm-hmm. they own Mortal Kombat for gaming. So, um, they they with Arkham was Arkham City, Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. and Origins, and now Arkham Knight coming soon. Like they found a formula that works, and I think for a Batman game, you gotta you gotta be able to be a Batman, you gotta be in the city, and that's fine. Like, but also though, uh, you know. 
at least with like, and I've, I'm, I haven't finished Arkham City. I, I'm a bad gamer. Um, but at least then you go into buildings and they actually give you different segments that are like their own bit, you know? Yeah. And like, but this though, it's, it's so open that I've spent more time trying to collect all the little knickknacks in the world than I am actually doing anything that's con- like consistently story driven. And I just, is that something that like people now, like, like, um, like when Titanfall came out, there's no campaign. It's just all fighting. Yeah. And I know that people still try to attack on a campaign on Call of Duty, which I haven't played any of those, but God, I haven't played a Call of Duty campaign in a long time. Yeah. And like, and, and Destiny was trying to, to show you like, oh no, no, oh. we're a standalone game, but it's just open world. And it's like, and I don't know, is this something that we need all the time? You no, know, like, and I think I think it I think it's um, it's not with every game. I I know what you're saying about how linear gaming is is kind of gone, and a lot of people play these games, and they're they're either open world sandbox or it's it's a sandbox enough that you can go do whatever you want whenever you want. Mm-hmm. I played Arkham Asylum and City, okay, all the way through. I liked them a lot, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, finished Asylum, and it was really good. It was kind of nice to to break away from the story and go do something, but I still tried to maintain the main storyline to get to the end and find out what happens. And yeah. then after it was done, I went back, and you know, I I found a couple of the Riddler's riddles in the city and things like that and did little side quests. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, well, I just, I guess my question though is, is like, is it wrong? I mean, and, and I know there's so many different platforms out there for gaming now and so many different ways to game, but these big AAA titles, it, it feels like everyone's like, well, we could do this, but we also have to add something additional. And I, and I think maybe, I think the, the the like the Last of Us. They, even though they had the multiplayer, I never got to do that. The Last but, of Us multiplayer was really good. Like I yeah. play, I play a decent amount of multiplayer games. Yeah, um, on the computer and the consoles, and I was impressed with Last of Us multiplayer. I think I played that more. I be I I finished Last of Us, which was amazing. But the multiplayer mm. on games like that, it's very rare that I'll play a game for its story. And then get into the multiplayer. Okay, because like I, I had gotten a used copy, so I didn't want to pay extra for the multiplayer, which that will come to something we're going to talk about later. Yeah. And, uh, but I also feel like with like Bioshock Infinite, like they never released a multiplayer, and it was just like a yeah, just straight up story, and that's it. And and they focused. They they're basically like we want to make this the we want to make the single player campaign the best it can be, and I think that was a strength for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It just seems like maybe I'm just being grouchy old man gamer, but it feels like. Everything has to like they they have to give um, this illusion of um, uh, like you got to have this freedom of choice, and I don't understand that that's necessarily something that every single game has to have. Um, I think that choice can come from player decisions in the game, and like like for like for Shadow of Mordor, you get a lot of talent points, and you can make your guy do whatever you want him to do. And it's like I I think that maybe if they would have made it not so like open world where it's like, Oh, I get to travel all over Mordor and I get to see this burnt building and then this burnt building as well. And this orc hut and look, there's six more orc huts over there. It's like, give me a little bit of variety. Like I don't need a fire level every like six minutes, but just give me something different. And I it just, I, I think it's an interesting discussion in the sense that um, I don't know what people's expectations are anymore for games. Yeah. Like, they vary. It's based on your taste. I mean, <laughs> there's games that I won't play. And I hate to say it, but like Shadow of Mordor is probably one of them that I that was off my radar. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I wouldn't play it because I have any type of hatred. I love the Lord of the Rings series. I I read the you know the books when I was a kid, and the movies were great. Um, the Hobbit, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. I'm not gonna get into that right now. 
But um, the uh, we're going to release an extended cut of the podcast later that has six hours of bonus footage. It's all about Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and it's going to be talking about one scene involving some elves and some walking. But like you, we have a mutual friend, and um, he just I'll, just one. We don't have no, no, no. Friends. We have other mutual friends, but there's a mutual <laughs> friend. Um, we have, and he is he's a I don't want to say he's a big gamer, but he always asks me if I'm going to get the hottest game because he probably is. And he's asked me if I'm getting Witcher, if I'm getting Shadow of Mordor, um, just anything that comes out, are are you getting this? And I'm like, no. You know, I'm like, I'm not. And and part of it is money. (laughs) I mean, like, I I don't have the money to get it. And time. That's that's too big. Like, I have to pick and choose my battles with what I play. Now, yeah, like, uh, the older I get, the more I realize it's like you can only really choose exactly what you want, you know? And... Yeah, like, and the only reason I got um, the Shadow Mordor because it was like it cost me ten dollars ultimately. Yeah, and, and that's that's a yeah. good that's a good buy. But like, um, there's certain there's certain uh uh oh something's going on. <laughs> it's um it's yeah. it's our mutual friend who has just uh, died of sadness because we called him out on his game buying habits. If you, I don't know if you guys could hear, we could definitely hear an ambulance racing somewhere. It's here. yeah, it's coming um, by. All right. It's oh, outside the window. I apologize. As, it's as hot. Long, as long so. as we don't hear a knocking at my door saying, Paul, I'm sorry, you've been dead for 10 minutes now. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> it's like the neighbors can smell you. You've, you've turned right and you're done. <laughs> but yeah. um, no, going back to the, the games and stuff, like he always asks me and I'm like, no. I'm like, I pick and choose because it's like, you know, $60 a game or whatever. I, I, I want to get a certain amount of hours out of a game, mm-hmm. but I also like want a little bit of replay value. Like with Last of Us. I knew I was buying an excellent story. Yeah. I bought that, but then like I got the nice surprise in the multiplayer. Usually when I purchase a game, I look at the multiplayer replay value if I'm going to, you know, jump into that and play that. Um, cuz there's a lot of single player games I haven't bought or played. Like I really wanted to play the new Tomb Raider that came out, but I didn't get it when it came out cuz I knew I think it was just like um 20 some hours of gameplay, but Yeah. Um, now that it's cheaper, I want to revisit that. That's going back to what we were talking about, like our bucket list. That's that's something that's on my bucket that's, that's list. That's true. I guess like with like – and Tomb Raider is, I guess, a good example of that too where they're like, we're not going to do multiplayer because we want to focus on telling them like the story. And and then I guess that maybe maybe that's the answer to my question is that not every game has to do this, but it feels like a lot of them are. Like, mm-hmm. like in, And I was giving you the example of the game The Order, which is a PS4 exclusive done by uh, Ready at Dawn. Um, yeah, that was which, another one that he asked me, are you getting The Order? I was yeah. like, no. And I really, really want to play that game because everything about that, it's like, oh, it's kind of like in the late 1800s and there's I like, heard it's like this kind of weird like sci-fi, steampunky type of thing. I heard and it's I'm a like, lot of cutscenes, though. I, okay, but. well, yeah, that, that's, that's going to be other, my other point, too. I was going to get to Metal Gear in a second. But um, like The Order seems interesting, but a lot of people knocked it because they're like, it's too linear. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't sit down in a movie theater and be like, man, I wish this movie just wandered in all these different directions. Give me the focused vision that you want. And I get that there's going to be some games where you, it is what you make it. Like I am, I'm hopelessly addicted to World of Warcraft and it, that game lets you, well, I would argue it only lets you do certain things, but you can decide what you want to do when you do it. But they also have instant segments where it's, it's different content away from just wandering around and like, um, you know, killing boars. You know, and that's then that then you're right. That expectation for an MMO is different, but I don't necessarily want M- MMO expectation in a single player game that I'm not going to play with anybody else. You mm-hmm. know, and I just I don't know. It's just interesting to me, but it also feels like there's like the shift where um, if you're going to cast the widest nest possible, you gotta you gotta accommodate that. And I don't know if that's definitely helping. Um, well, I think with the way the games are made nowadays, is a lot different because like when when we grew up, everything was linear. 
Yeah. You know, it was it was pretty much even Zelda. Well, it had to be because of the uh, constraints. Right. Like, yeah. But like even Zelda was like you go from dungeon one to dungeon two to dungeon three. You know, mm-hmm. you had to figure out how to get to each one. But it was a, pretty much a straight line. Yeah. Because um, you had to get a boomerang to do this. You had to get the bombs to do this. It you, was the illusion of um, of an environment because of the overworld map. And like and that by itself was just basically like the it was the illusion of freedom. But yeah. It really wasn't. But, like, nowadays, like, with, with video games becoming more, like, you know, more art and more storytelling involved, mm-hmm. you can have, like, producers make a linear game where it's it's there to tell a story, you know? Yeah. Um, like, Mass Effect. Like, Mass Effect is not completely linear, but it is. Yeah, especially the second one where it's basically a ticking clock. Like, you better get all your stuff in order because right. the game's going to go on without you, whether but, you're ready or not. But the first one was pretty much just about straight linear. You could go do yeah. some things off and on. But it, it was their purpose to tell tell a story with that, and yeah. which is which is where you get that. But then there's games like Grand Theft Auto, which is a massive sandbox. Yeah. You can still go into the story mode, which I've played Grand Theft Auto Five, and I haven't beaten it. Because I get so distracted, you know, and everybody talk. they'd be like, oh, you didn't get to the ending. I'm like, no, I didn't. And I'm like, but like, I want to get back to it. And eventually I will. But every, it's, you know, it's like you're driving around this massive city and it's like, oh, piece of candy. Like, <laughs> no, hold on. You, you need to go rob the bank. I'm like, yeah, I know. But somebody is like needing me to go take pictures of the, with the paparazzi and drive them around <laughs> on the back of a motorcycle to try and get some celebrity dirt. So, you know, that that's kind of like the nonlinear thing, but um, it just depends on what you like. Because I enjoy Grand Theft Auto a lot. I also enjoy Mass Effect a lot. Well, yeah, but I mean, but it's like, I feel like um, Shadow of Mordor, I might as well call it a, like, you know, Assassin's Creed Batman fantasy game. Because it's just like, they're just, trying, is, yeah. they're just trying to jam it all together. And it's like, and, and that's okay. But it's like, it just feels like now, like, every, I don't know, it just, if something's successful, you're going to get a bunch of copycats. Mm-hmm. And, and everything, um, yeah. And I feel like now, and this is like after I finish this, like on my nerd bucket list is uh, Red Dead um, Revolt, no, Revolver, Red Dead Red Redemption. Redemption, yeah, not Revolver. A, it's no, amazing. Yeah, game, don't dude. play Red Dead Revolver. Um, that game's not good. But Red Dead Redemption, like I started it and then I lost my save file and I have it and I want to play it. But now I feel like I'm going to put all this other time into this game that's going to probably be a while before I get back into that type of environment. However, for some reason though, my brain, I can accept that a western is going to be more wide open. Mm-hmm. And I can accept like, um, I don't know, like there's some, there's some games where the notion of being able to wander and kind of forge your own destiny, I accept that more readily. And I don't Do know th- what this one is kind of, yeah. this kind of rubs me the wrong way. Maybe, you, maybe because it's so limited and like you just kill works and collect things and kill works and collect. Well, things. do you think it's situational? Cause like you said, Westerns, you expect that like yeah. Lord of the Rings. Like I feel like being set in Lord of the Rings is cool. And as, as, as fun as the mythology of Lord of the Rings is like most people's exposure to it is the movies and the movies are linear. It's a story of people just, you know, going on a quest, which, like, when you play a game in that world, you kind of expect to do the same thing instead of running around all of Middle Earth and finding new places to go visit. Yeah, I, I guess maybe maybe the reason why, and, and, and maybe this is partially self-inflicted, is that there's two major areas in this game. One is, it's all... It's all along the the big like the, what they call the Black Gate and the Lord of the Rings, where like that's where Sauron is and like the big angry eye. And this is before his major return, so it's like there's still humans there, and it's like the outskirts of Gondor, right? So there's some human settlements. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look. It's like there's orc camps, but it's not like this complete charred ruin like when you get like in the movies. And so then there's like a southern bit that you get to. It's a coastline, and I just got there, and it's a lot, a lot more vegetation, a lot more trees and stuff, and it's at least different. 
you know, but I feel like maybe the, the big error there is that they should have given me like maybe the freedom to wander around and kill works when I want, but give me like, like six different unique, like areas. So I don't feel like I'm looking at the same thing over and over again. Okay. And then maybe that's it. And there's also like, there's animals in there and there, and like, there's this big, like, Caragors, they're kind of like, I don't know, they're, they're these big angry cat beasts or something. And, and there's like these huge giants that I don't even fight because they look at me and squish me. And it's like, give me, I don't know, like there's the dynamic world going on, but I feel like I can only do three things. Okay. And that, that's, that's to me, it's like, that's where the, there's not fun. Like give me, I don't know, like I feel like they polish what they have really, really well. But they just started putting in fetch quests and collectibles to kind of fill out everything, which Batman didn't feel like that. Like Batman had everything laid out, but there was so much to do and there'd be random crime happening that you always felt like you're always a hero that's being pulled in six different directions. And like you actually feel like Batman that you can't save everybody. So what do you do? Right. You know, so eh, anyway, Shadow of Mordor, it's okay. That's my, I guess my ultimate rating. It's an okay game. Yeah. And like Um, to me, Shadow of Mordor looked like. It was how you described it. it. It looked fun. It looked like it was in a you know the cool Lord of the Rings world, but it did look to me like it was a copycat of something else, and it looked like it would be something. I don't want to say as of a mobile game because I know mobile games are pretty copycatty. Like they're all the same. You do the same thing uh, in certain mobile games that you do in others. Yeah, I, I feel like if they didn't actually have to be attached to Lord of the Rings license, that the guys that made this probably could have went in a really cool direction with it. And it, it's interesting enough, but I feel like they have to stay true to like, well, it has to be Middle Earth and you got to have all this. And it's like, yeah, it feels like they had a really good idea for what this character could be, but they, they were never like the, they, they couldn't go full tilt with probably what they could have done with the tech or the storyline well, or something. They probably either, what they probably did, well, this is just me guessing. They probably, when they developed it, they either wanted to bolster Lord of the Rings or they, they had an idea for a game or they had a skeleton for a game. Mm-hmm. And then the development company, Warner Brothers or whoever, was like, well, let's use Lord of the Rings and that'll boost that. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. So we, that that's probably what, kind of what happened. Well, it's kind of like with um, with DICE taking over Battlefront for Star Wars. Right. It's like, right. They're like you guys are really good at this. Make a Star Wars Battlefront yeah. game now. Which I'm actually excited for Battlefront for the I'm first time. I'm pretty excited for yeah. Battlefront too. I played a lot of the first Battlefront, and I I I play a lot of first person shooters. I, I play a lot of Call of Duty. I I actually haven't in a long time, but I used to. And um, I was never a big Battlefield fan. I did play Battlefield, but I always went back to Call of Duty because it was just more fast paced, and that's the way I like it. And mm-hmm. a lot of people get a lot of flack for that. And you have it's like Coke and Pepsi, Battlefield <laughs> and Call of Duty. It's like, oh, you like Pepsi? Pff, screw you. So, like. To me, like, DICE doing that, I don't have any problem with. Or, you know, Activision or Sledgehammer, Infinity Ward, whoever picked it up. Whatever. I'd Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Battlefront was fun. I'm going to play it regardless. Yeah, and even that's another one of those ones where it's, like, it's, I mean, it's open world, but it's on purpose because it's, it's more like you're a unit in a bunch of, like, with a lot of other units fighting a battle. And, and that, to me, I can accept that in my brain. I just don't know, like, what I'm struggling with because, like, I... Like, not that I need to have games spoon fed to me or, or completely linear, but I feel like maybe a good example of what I'm talking about where I feel like it's it's on rails but doesn't feel like it's on rails is like the God of War series. Yeah. It's like it's very directed, but the whole world around it is so big in scope. And it's like you, know, you have your, your objectives and you get to them, but you know you can't like veer off the path too much, but you don't think about it. Yeah, because like, – well, the thing with God of War and not thinking about it is 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 you're right, the scope. Like, like God of War can run linear like any other type of um, – like action uh, game, like whatever slasher, whatever you want to call it, 
but like you you can go do things that you wouldn't think you would be doing in an environment you know you're yeah. you're jumping up a titan's arm trying to like stab out his his earlobe where you know normally when you're playing that type of a game you're just thinking oh that's some background noise that guy is just a cool graphic in the background yeah. you don't know he's you you don't know you're going to be climbing up him later yeah you know or you know like this this stuff in the background i you know i got to use Icarus's wings to fly from point to point to point you know, and there's some puzzle elements in it too, but, but you're right. Like there's certain things that just pop down in the game and you're like, this I thought was just some weird part of the environment. Yeah. So and, and maybe it's just because like, maybe it's like, if you fool me better, like maybe I'm more, I enjoy it more. Probably, I just, yeah. I, it's maybe it's my expectation. I, but anyway, that, I thought that was something that, that, that was worthy of discussion. And if you guys would like to chime in, if you guys like open-ended games or, you know, if you're just like Paul, just just play Minecraft, yeah. and you can make your own story with with pixelated blocks <laughs> yeah. and little zombies. I don't know, or or jump on Facebook and let Paul know how much you love Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, so we got what the Facebook page, we got the the Twitter. It's an, an invading podcast, um, and then the the Gmail is invading podcast at, at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, just let us know because we did we did get a little bit of interaction with the Netflix Wheel of Death. And, yeah, um, we and, did. Yeah, we and, love it. We love interaction. So, yeah. like, if you guys are listening, um, you know, please jump on there, talk to us. Um, I know some of you who, who who I know some of you who do talk to us, um, but definitely, if if you don't know me and Paul, um, feel free to to you know chime in. We yeah, love, love to hear from different it, listeners. Clearly, we love talking about these things, so we would love to, to talk to you about it. Like, like I got called out um, yesterday. Uh, we were having a little barbecue uh, behind our place, and um, uh, my neighbor was wearing a, a Marvel shirt that had like like twelve different Marvel people on it. Mm-hmm. And someone commented, "He's like, yeah, yeah, this is a cool shirt. I found it. Like, I did forgot that I had it." He's like, "I know who all these guys are except this one." And I was like, "That's Black Panther." He's like, "Who?" And I'm like, "Black Panther." He's like, "Well, who is he?" I was like, "Well, his name's T'Challa. And he's from Wakanda." And then and I was just like, "And I'll just stop talking right now." <laughs> Like, and I was like, it's vibranium and blah, 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 blah. And then there was some really inappropriate jokes made about that. But, you know, it's, it's, it's the holidays. I don't know. You sit around a fire, you drink, and you make <laughs> no, vibranium so, jokes. Sometimes, like, the nerd bomb goes off, and, yeah. you, and you're just like, I know I know you feel. I'll never forget one time at work, I, I one of the guys I work with, he was a good friend of mine, but he knew I was a big Star Wars fan. And, and I don't know the conversation he was having with somebody else, but he turns, he's like, hey, Joe, what does uh, – What's tie stand for? And like, like a little kid, like somebody asking a little kid for information. I was just like, oh, it's twin ion engines, and everybody just started laughing. I was like, I hate my life. Yeah, like, and, <laughs> like I have, um, like I have uh, some World of Warcraft figures at my desk at work, and I, I get asked questions, and it's like baiting me, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to talk about that. Like, that's a dragon. That guy controls the dragon sometimes, and they're both from Frostland. I just deal with it. It's fine. It's yeah. a nice dragon. It's angry. <laughs> it used to yell at me all the time when I'd log into the game. All you, need, all to all you need to know is Frostmourne hungers, and you need to move along. <laughs> yes. So, um, did we want to uh, move on to um, uh, the, the last bit that we were talking about with the video? Yeah, games? let's okay, do yeah. that because. Um, uh, there's something else we're going to talk about later uh, that again, and it's like, we're, I think this is an interesting discussion for another day. We're going to uh, possibly get into the, uh, the era of microtransactions yeah. and gaming. So, and if you guys have thoughts on that, please share it. Cause we'd love to have that conversation yeah, started. beforehand. I mean, that's a, that's a topic segment that we're going to talk about in the future about the whole pay to play, pay to win um, 
thing in gaming now, and and that's it's a big thing that's changing the way that we play games. So yeah, like you know, chime in with that, and then, uh, so we'll, we're going to go and have a little bit more fun. Um, and we'll think, so basically, I I wanted to, to mention that um, Kung Fury is actually coming out here a Friday, and it's that was that Kickstarter oh, movie yeah. that um it's the, it's ridiculous um, <laughs> the, premise the um. The trailer's up on our Facebook page. Uh, check it out. Uh, search it out for yourself, Kung Fury. Um, I don't know a good way to describe it. Well, will this help? All of our German fans went crazy when you played that. Like there is there's a video that David Hasselhoff sang the theme song to Kung Fury, um, which that's that I can't say a better sentence ever in my life right there. Uh, it is a, it's a basically a mashup of like eighties ridiculous action. What I like about the trailer though, is that as absurd as it is, all the people in it are acting straight face. Because they know that sells it a lot better. Yeah. Like, and you have a guy. Kung Fury <laughs> is just dead straight. Like, a, a guy is going after Hitler because he's the number one criminal, and yeah. then he has to go back in time uh-huh. and ends up in Viking time. And, and that doesn't, I don't even know what's going on with yeah. half of it, um, but it, it looks amazing. It's definitely like, like the trailer. I mean, watch a trailer, but the plot basically centers around a super cop. This is very like 80s action movie type style. A super cop that is just like busted as much crime as possible. Um, who decides to go after Hitler. And the only way he can go after Hitler is if he goes back in time. So he tries to go back in time, and time gets hacked too much (laughs) in the trailer. Yeah. And uh, he gets hacked time back to, like, dinosaur... uh, Dinosaur Viking time? I love how, like, the dinosaurs and the Vikings are in the same place. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) It's it's like falling into like the creation museum or yeah. something. Like oh well, there was Vikings and dinosaurs. Yeah, they the they time, lived. Whatever. They coexisted. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> but and then yeah, so eventually he does fight. I guess fight Hitler because it shows in the trailer. But it, yeah, it, it and, looks hilarious. And it looks like it's going to be the greatest movie ever made. Like it looks like someone that watched Miami Connection was like, you know what, we can do this better. And, and it's, I, I can't wait. And then actually, uh, the Cleveland Bottle House, which is on the east side of town um, near Cleveland, I think it's in Cleveland Heights. They're actually having a premiere party Friday at like 10 o'clock i think i I might go i'm gonna try to go because i like that place i used to go up there or i i do still kind of i just go up there for trivia every once in a while they do trivia on monday Hmm. i love bar trivia um uh i think it's right down the street from kane park if you guys know yeah yeah. yeah. but it's a great it's a it's a it's a brewery it's also a meadery if you guys have never had mead, please try mead. Oh, I thought you said meadery as in like they no. make meat. Like they like they're, <laughs> it's like I thought that was like your like no, butcher shop. Like, it's a meadery. It, like it's a hot dogatorium. No, like, like this, an alcoholic <laughs> beverage mead, uh, fermented oh. honey. Um, it's one of Cleveland's only or few. I think it might be the only meadery in Cleveland. Hmm. And um, I also heard that if you take any growler in there, they'll fill it. Like it doesn't matter where the yeah they from. have they 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 are a brewery, so they have their own brew. Uh, they also have an excellent selection of whiskey, which Paul can attest i am a huge whiskey scotch whiskey guy they do have a good selection of whiskey if you like whiskey. that's how he's tolerated me for quite a long time is just just kick it back and just listen to me babble i had like five before i came up yeah <laughs> so um, in, in honor of like kung fury it being like ridiculous like just complete just the most amazing like i'd put kung fury up there with like black dynamite as like this movie exists yes Go that, see it. you know what black yeah. dynamite is probably a good example yes. as to like what to expect from kung oh, fury and i can't wait so we decided that since we've been talking about video games or i've been grouchy about video games that it'd be fun to maybe like you know with every movie now it seems like it's based off of another mm-hmm. property and there has been video game movies i mean i know assassin's creed is coming i know warcraft's coming next summer which i'm actually really excited for um and what else is there anything 
anything else coming that I, I don't remember uh, off the vid- top of my head? Video game wise, um, Assassin's Creed's probably the biggest one. Isn't Michael Fassbender going to be in that? Yes, and uh, I, I will. It, it, if it's just if they're like, by the way, he's just wearing the Assassin's Creed outfit and hunting Nazis, which I know that's not actually going to happen, <laughs> but I would watch that movie. Like it'd be amazing. Yeah, if they if they took Fassbender's Magneto and just did a whole movie it's about like, hunting Nazis, like listen to your assassin would... with mind magnetic. Shut up powers. and take my money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um. <laughs> I just I don't know if there's any other I'm just trying to think if there's any other like um big video game video game movies. Coming. Well, there's that Pixels movie coming, which I, I don't have really no interest I, in that. I would not count that as, but that that piqued my interest, and then I saw Kevin James and Adam Sandler. Yeah, and I'm like, but but Tyrion's in it though. Tyrion Lannister's in it. Like, I know, uh, and it's like I don't hate Peter Dinklage, so I just whatever. Really? So did you play Destiny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I I feel like kidding. they didn't give him enough to work with. They and it didn't. was just like they did because hey. they had him redo redo lines, and it was just like yeah. That's a that's a discussion for another day about Brief Bungie. Aside, do you feel like it, he was being typecast as being the small helpful guy, the small helpful Woody guy in Destiny? Because no. like he's Peter he's Peter Dinklage. He's a small helpful yeah. guy, and it's like and he's being a small helpful guy in Destiny. Do you feel like it's like damn it? Like I can't get out of this mold. This no, tiny, tiny mole. I don't think they typecasted him <laughs> into playing a, a ghost. Uh, okay. Anyway. All right. So um, we were thinking like, you know, uh, 8-bit. Is there any wonderful 8-bit games out there? Because generally like 8-bit or even early Atari, you look at the cover art and it looks amazing. And then the game itself didn't quite deliver. But would it be a badass movie is really the question. Even if it did deliver. Yeah, that's true. I think there are a lot of video game concepts that probably will never get made into movies. I mean, they made a battleship movie for God's sake. That's true. And, and they're making a Monopoly movie. Ridley Scott's producing it. Could, no. Yeah, it's true. Look really? it up. Yeah. I, Does a thimble <laughs> bust out of anyone's chest? Yeah. I'd go see that. It's just the, the you know, there's race cars. <laughs> mo- like, it goes over to, like, Baltic and Mediterranean, just runs over the poor people and drives there's away. Like a, like, there's, like, a gritty jail scene, like yeah. Oz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone rolls dice oh, three no. times, and then, like, they just jump. They jump off the, the Red Hotel. Like, and, you know, it's just... it's <laughs> Go straight to jail, and then the theme song to Oz plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, like, the one person's like, I'm on free parking, I get all the money. It's like, that's not this kind of game, you know? Like, just, I, yeah, but that's really... There's really a Monopoly movie I, coming. You know what? I watched Battleship, and, like... I see what they did there. I see what they did. They just threw some money at something and they made a Hollywood well, Transformers esque movie. But Peter Burke said he had a lot of fun doing it. He really it, got excited. It about looked it. like a fun movie, and the funny part about it. What did you watch it? No. They 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 basically play the game in the movie, and I I was tickled. Oh, like like there was like the aliens. They set off. I mean, you can fire up spoiler. Battle, Battleship's been out long enough, but you oh, know how. Wait, they, let me let me bust because people need to hear this. Okay. Spoiler! Spoiler alert! All right, so if you have never played the game Battleship or seen the movie, <laughs> pause it. <laughs> so, because <laughs> there might be somebody out there who's never Spoiler played Battleship. Spoiler alert, B7. So, <laughs> so, like, the aliens let off some, they have some type of, like, uh, radar inhibiting alien ability, blah, 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 blah. So the battleships are trying to find these aliens dead in the water. Like, they don't know where they're They're blind. At. They're blind. Yeah, okay. So what they do is these aliens are so massive when they move through the ocean, they hit these buoys. Okay. So the buoys would get hit, and then they would fire a missile off near the buoy to try and hit it. Oh, my goodness. So it was – and literally, like, I'm watching it, and after, like, the second or third one, I'm like, those buoys are just, like, B2, B3. You know, it's like – I'm like, okay – 
I'm like, that's clever. They worked the game. I'll give them credit. They worked the game into the movie, but it was basically Transformers. I, you know, I kind of want to see an Operation movie now, where it's like, but I want to, I want it like a horror movie where Operation it's like, would be like yeah. a like a Saw. <laughs> it's like someone's like just really close. It's just like I gotta get a rubber band out of this guy. I gotta get it out of here. Just go, and Don't like touch the, the sides. The, the nose explodes, and the per- it's just like it would be. That's the that's the movie I want to see. Is like Operation they're they're the movie. going for the bread basket, and that violin's just dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> yes, that that would be great. It's like you have sixty seconds to remove the water on the knee. You know. <laughs> All right. So um, that that was some good suggestions. Those weren't yeah, video games, but what? those weren't video games. But that's basically what we're going with here. So uh, video game wise, um, NES games. We're trying to stick eight bit or sixteen bit. And like, if you like this this segment, you know, please chime in. Like, be like, hey. I would love it if they did a boy and his blob movie. Oh my goodness, do that would be great. Actually, get um, you know, get J.J. Abrams to, to do it because since he basically did Super Eight, which is like his like darker ET, mm-hmm. have him do a boy and his blob movie. That's actually a really good idea. Yep, boy that'd and be, his blob. That would, be, that would be awesome. I love yeah. that game, and I would get so mad when I was out of certain jelly beans. I'm yeah, like, this jelly bean does this. It's like oh, he could turn into an umbrella for, again. For any of you guys who have not played a boy and his blob, because it's not like Super Mario Brothers three or Tetris. But yeah. it, it basically was like an adventure uh, little game where this kid had a pet blob that was an alien, and as opposed to a domesticated blob. Yeah, there there are undomesticated blobs. There was a movie that's basically an amoeba that eats an entire village. But the 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 pet blob. If somebody would have gave the blob a jelly bean, it probably would have been cool. It was like, oh, I won't eat every. Oh, well, all those people now. in the movie theater would still be alive. Yeah. It kill in the movie that kills people in the movie theater. Not going anyway. So the the blob follows you around, and you have jelly beans, and you have to give the blob jelly beans. And when he when you give him a jelly bean, he turns into something. He turns into a ladder. He'll turn into an umbrella. He'll turn into like different things that you need to progress through the game. It's yeah, kinda, it's like, kind of cool, like, like a rocket ship to take him to his own blob world or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you do end up going to like the blob world, yeah. but it's it's pitfall esque in in terms of like side scrolling and like dangers. Like I'm sure there's like holes that you got to get over. And then you give the blob a jelly bean, and he turns into like a plank board that you can walk across and stuff like that. So, so he was basically Meatwad before Meatwad. Yes, okay. that's true. It's like if you gave Meatwad jelly beans, he would just do it. He'd, he'd be like, "I'm going to turn into an igloo or a hot dog, a hot dog, hot dog or igloo." That's all you get. And then yeah. didn't he turn into uh, Abraham Lincoln bust? <laughs> I think he, he did, did an yeah. Abraham Lincoln bust. So that that's actually a really good call, as a boy as blob. I didn't even think about that. It's like I was thinking of like silly things like Marble Madness, the movie. Like I don't even know what you would do with that. It would just I don't be. Know you, I feel like it, it would just be people getting run over by large marbles is what i think it would be or, or it would be like a like a weird like tron-esque rollerball type future <laughs> world where you're in those those things they had in american gladiators the spheres it's like death ball from future yeah That's like a, you yeah, you would get you released in your marble and then you have to trek through the uh Yes. The zone and not get eaten by snakes <laughs> yeah i don't know or whatever I, just, but, but yeah boy and his blob would be cool oh my goodness, um, yeah um like uh what was the, the shadow gate the original Shadowgate for Nintendo. That, that, that I was didn't that, play the original. It was like a point and click adventure, but for Nintendo. And like yeah. every every time you choose something, you'd just be the wrong decision and you'd die immediately. Like it was just that like, sounds it, like uh, it was Dragon's Lair, kind of, but it was just text based. So it's like you could take forever to make up your mind, but you'd still die. Yeah, yeah. So I maybe I'm I'm, I'm coming with some lame games. Maybe. Contra. We Contra, talked about Contra maybe earlier. We talk about Contra. Like I think if they did Contra, Contra would be a cool, um, like cloning facility game or not a game cloning facility movie where they clone mercenaries to just constantly go out you know but they only have enough material for 30 mans yeah and yeah that would be like i was telling you it'd be a 30 minute movie and they'd just be constantly dying all the time and then then red guy would die so many times he'd just start taking blue guys lives and blue guy would realize wait i don't have 30 and now i have 15 because red guy's a dick see <laughs> 
<laughs> See, but that's the type of thing that they could tie into the movies that would be great Easter eggs, like like Battleship. Like, like there's a cloning facility, and they just keep spitting out mercs, and then someone attacks the cloning facility. They can't clone anymore, but 30 guys on reserve. Yeah, just in case. So, you know. so then the one guy, kind of like Universal Soldier, okay? let's We could do a totally <laughs> Universal Soldier thing. You could just do red guy and blue guy. Um, like blue guy dies more than red guy. So then he starts dipping into red guy's lives. Yes. That would be and, hilarious. And all he does is change the pants color. It's like, no, no, that's me. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. It's like, I got, and then the I, twist at the end of the movie is he takes his, like, he does like one of those, like, uh, like track pants rip off things. And it's like different color pants. There They're you like, go. That, that oh, would was be blue pants all along. <laughs> that would be, that'd be a great movie. Uh, I, we, you talked about river city ransom. Oh, that's be... such a good game. Like uh, that. I don't know. I, it's funny. River city ransom is one of those games that reminds me of dark Hawk only because like <laughs> when you meet somebody that loves river city ransom, it is just like kind of obscure and you're just like high five. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, um, a couple, couple years ago, we bought a, a 3ds, because uh, I was like, oh, we'll use this all the time. And I played Zelda and I didn't touch it again. But they have the little virtual marketplace and I bought River City Ransom and I played it for about 10 minutes and I died all the time. I'm like, I guess I'm just bad at this game now. But I had to go out and buy River City Ransom again for the, for the DS. And it's just, it, I loved that game at the time because it was, again, one of those ones where there was the illusion of freedom mm-hmm. where you had to work through all the cities. And it basically, you're just a high school kid trying to get your girlfriend and no one in the city seems to mind that there's a bunch of high school kids just fighting each other. Yeah, beating the crap out of each other. With trash can sticks. My favorite is the bicycle chain. The bicycle chain is my favorite too because yes. when you, and I love when you would hit people. People. Like the face that they made, and, and all the poor <laughs> translations into English because it was all in, in Japanese originally, and all the exclamations were like "barf" and "ouch," and yeah. it was like just like you know, just they were never like those don't seem as painful as the face they're making. No, so that I think that'd be that was just basically was that's like uh, Japanese Double Dragon, but Double Dragon is Japanese too. So yeah, well, but, I think like River City Ransom was uh, a lot more Double Dragon esque, and I I played um. Uh, they did a Scott Pilgrim versus the World game. Yes, yes, yes. I, and it I was, saw that. I didn't watch it. I, well, I mean, it, I didn't play it. But it's basically about. River City Ransom. Yes, I remember seeing that because so. like people drop coins and everything. Yep. Yeah, you got to go into the shops and stuff. So Oregon Trail the movie. I know that's not exactly the same game, but I'd play Oregon. I'd watch Oregon Trail the movie. I don't know if I'd watch Oregon Trail. Yeah, the movie. Just because you you know you'd have people like judging if they want to actually go across the river and float the wagon. There'd be like a six minute discussion about it. I think it then, would be interesting if you made like several different versions of the movie and then like depending on like when you go see it it's different maybe it'd be better as a reality show i think as a reality (laughs) oregon trail the reality show would be awesome you're right for three episodes paul's wandered off you don't know where he's at and there's like this camera confessionals where you're out in the woods is scared and they they give you like a bb gun to go hunt bear like i think that would there you go that's a way better idea than a movie yep Um, oregon trail reality show (laughs) put the kardashians on it then just watch them uh, drown, for drown in the river. <laughs> yeah, they just they're yeah. I'm sure oh. they'd, they'd float across with their artificial body parts. But um, yeah, so uh, any like um, I don't know, ice climbers. That, that's a Nintendo game that you don't really know their backstory. Balloon fight could be. You yeah. Know, uh, see, I don't know what story it would be Ghost, other than ghosts like, and goblins. <laughs> That'd be the hardest movie to watch ever. Ghost? Why? Because <laughs> it's just the guy would be getting killed every three seconds, and yeah. the, the movie would start over again. I think it would be, be fun know. to watch all the production value of his armors change. Because <laughs> he had, like, three different armors, I think, but, like, every time he got powered up, it was different. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I never beat Ghosts and Goblins. That was a tough game. I don't think a, anybody ever has. That was I, a Capcom I, game, too. I think that's a lie. I think nobody's actually ever finished it. Oh. I think that they really. I would like to see later. Nick Offerman play Arthur, though. Yes, that would yeah, that would be amazing. I would love that. I, and then just to have him ever so often go down to his tidy whiteies and, yeah. and into a skeleton. He's in the heart boxers running around like, yeah. oh man. 
<laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, yeah, please, if anybody has any way better ideas than I that just threw out there, because clearly I played some really terrible games growing up, then I have no idea would be good movies. Please, uh, like, Go to the Facebook page, hit us up on on, on the Twitter and um in the in the Gmail, um you know tin cans with string, uh, passenger. Are you good at smoke signals? Yes, if you're that, um, you can slide notes under my door at my apartment. That's fine too. I won't tell you where I live, so if you figure it out, that's really creepy. Yeah, but, if you figure out where Paul lives and you don't know Paul, <laughs> and you get a note under his door. We'll get the shout out out there, and we'll definitely do whatever segment you want. It's like I'll, like I'll, I'll just like open like open it up and be like, oh, seventh guest. Well, that's just creepy and odd that they'd even mention that. <laughs> you know, like Clock Tower. What I don't know what they're saying here. I don't know. Like, we'll talk about that or Slender Man. They just slide Slender Man the arrival like the, the actual name, and I'd be like, that's it. I'm moving. I'm bringing this house down. <laughs> just and Mary I'd, be like, stuck at it. Be like, I wouldn't. I'd be like, just time to go. Slender yeah, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I think that's going to do it for us this time. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, like, like I said, hit us up on those things. Um, I'm sure uh, we'll have some more fun next week. I don't know exactly what we're going to be focusing on, but I'm sure it'll be probably something involving comics again. That's probably what's going to happen. Comics and movies, and, and there's a lot of summer movies. So yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll uh, probably talk about some of the summer. Jurassic movies. World's coming soon, right? Yeah, is it? Dinosaurs. When's that? When's that opening? Is it like, uh, the 12th? I think. Oh, then six. then like we're getting like that's. Yeah, I mean, we're getting close to that. So, yeah, we'll probably end up talking about dinosaurs a lot next week. So if you guys have favorite dinosaurs or want to see dinosaurs fight, Primal Rage, that's a movie. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, hit us up. Um, Anyway, have a good week, and um, don't sweat your ass off like I'm doing right now. 